It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. Who's Who might be coming back out of that group? Who might be suiting up for the Blue Jays? Again in 24. I, for one, would like to see Kiermaier. Um, I don't want them to go the Ryu route. I'm okay letting him walk. This is this is my you know personal feel. I feel like that fifth spot in the rotation needs to be Kikuchi. And Manoa needs to work his way back in. And if Manoa isn't going to work, I'd like them to go get somebody else. But who do you see out of this group? Do you see any of them? Is there one or two that maybe stand out as guys that would be more likely than others to be back. I think Brandon belt is going to retire after this year. So mm-hmm. I, I personally believe that he is just not going to be an option, which is fine. Yep. I think that the blue Jays do need to focus on getting a cleanup hitter. That is a more traditional cleanup hitter. You know, somebody, I mean, Solaire is out there. I, somebody who can hit a home run, Jim, can we bring that back to the Toronto? Remember home runs? Because I sure, I mean, I'm sounding like this team never hits them. I know they're like 15th or 16th in the league, but there was the last five years where the Jays have been a top five team in home runs and boy, do they miss that power. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm with you on Whit Merrifield. I think that he's brought a lot of value to the team, but I think that he is going to walk and I don't think he's either going to concentrate on bringing back unless they can do it on the cheap, which we would see. Um, because they do have a lot of options internally that can really fill in at second base. Yes, I know that David yes. Schneider's probably going to be given some rope next year. I know that Aralvis Martinez plays second, short, and third. Uh, I know Addison Barger plays around. These are all guys that are just on the verge. They've probably done everything they can in AAA yeah. and proven what they're, uh, you know, they're, they're major league ready bats. Whether, whether they're yes. going to sink or swim is yet to still be found out. But, mm-hmm. uh, as, as for Ryu, I, I personally would love to see a reunion with Hinjin Ryu, mm-hmm. um, but it would really depend on the term. Now, here's the thing. He's a 36-year-old dude who has never relied on Velo and is a wildy guy. He's got, four, that, he's got four or five more years left as long as he can stay healthy. And this is the thing. I think Ryu is going to be a fifth guy in any rotation and be able to give you those five innings. Yeah. And probably be that two to three runs every time he's out right kind of you know yeah he's gonna give uh, he's gonna give up some dongers in the least opportune times and 
he's going to limit his walks. He's always been that guy. So if you can get Ryu to come back on a one-year contract, oh boy, I am so in. Give him $15 million because that's perfect too because that also allows Alec Manoa some breathing room. It doesn't put the pressure on him to be the guy. Uh, And it, it also allows him to, if Ryu doesn't, isn't the guy, which is possible, you know, it, it gives you some breathing room with with the depth, right? With yeah. Alec Manoa there and Ricky Tiedemann's going to be a step closer, so on and so forth. Right. Uh, as for Kevin Kiermeyer, listen, I love Kiermeyer and I love him so much more than I thought possible when the Jays first signed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, because he was enemy number one when he was in yes. Tampa. I mean, yes. my God, Jim, we have been devastated by this man's defense time and time again for a decade. You can only get... You can only get like pinched by the bully so many times before you're like, I don't like this guy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. It, it took a while for me to warm up to him. I love Kevin Kiermeyer. My honest thought on Kevin Kiermeyer is that the Blue Jays do need to take a slightly different direction in the offseason unless Kiermeyer's prepared to come in as a fourth outfielder. And I don't think he is because he's already proven that he's his bats as good as it's been since 2019. And he's an everyday guy and he's managed mm-hmm. to stay healthy. And I know that. The Blue Jays have done a great job of keeping everyone healthy, but Kiermaier's camp can spin it as, look, we stayed healthy on turf. Yeah. Look at what, why wouldn't you sign this guy for three years, right? Right. I think Kevin Kiermaier, not only uh, is he going to be an expensive piece that's going to need term, and when I say expensive, Mm -hmm. you know, 12 to 15 million a year, uh, I truly do believe that the Blue Jays should go back to having somebody who can really hit in left yeah. field move Dalton Varsho to center field where his biggest defensive value is going to be right and have somebody I don't know if Lourdes is the answer but someone of that ilk right someone who's probably huh. going to hit for around 300 hit 20 dangers add a threat of hitting that three-run bomb that Kevin Kiermeyer just doesn't do and it's it, I I want nothing more out of Kevin Kiermeyer. Like he's literally been incredible. He's done yeah. fulfilled every possible scenario and dream I had for him. <laughs> the way things sort of line up as far as free agency goes this upcoming offseason is that if the Blue Jays need to fall back on Kevin Kiermeyer, I think he's still going to be there. Yeah. I, I don't think his his market is going to be incredibly hot. When I look at teams that need an outfielder. I don't think they're going to jump on Kiermaier. He'll still get two to three years. I he think. might. It, it really just depends on the situation. When I, I, I've, I've pinpointed about nine teams that I think are going to be seriously in need of an outfielder, not just outfield depth, not just an extra bat. Um, but I've pinpointed about nine that I think will need. And, it, and, and I'll say this. If I'm Kevin Kiermaier, I'm almost like, let me see if Toronto wants me back. Because the teams that I'm looking at here, like, would he go to Colorado? I don't think he'd want to go there. Would he want to go to Kansas City? I don't think he'd want to go there. And then when I look at Seattle, well, they've already got, they've got Julio in center field. Uh, Philadelphia has Brandon Marsh that can play center field. And I, I just, he may... Kevin Kiermeyer may be like, let's yeah. maybe he gets an early offer from Colorado. And he's like, well, let's just wait a minute. Let's just wait and see what happens with Toronto. Let's see if Toronto works out a deal and brings back 
Lourdes or Teoscar because they will be two corner outfield options that the Blue Jays may look into. But again, and Gurriel's different, but Teoscar... I'm not I'm not either. I don't want I just I don't want the strikeouts. I don't yeah. want the swing and miss chasing low and away on a on a slider, curveball, uh backdoor two seamer. I what I don't want that anymore. And although although I will say he's yeah. Matt Chapman, but with home runs. <laughs> this is true. That actually let's 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 take that. I'm gonna take that avenue right now. You just gave me an exit off the highway and I'm gonna take it. Has there been a player th- this free agency class that has torpedoed his market more than Matt Chapman? The bats irrelevant at this point. His glove, that his calling card is his defense. And he you can confirm this for me, but I, he's probably not gonna win the gold glove um at, at third base i mean maybe he does because he carries the name and, and 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 but but he's made some errors um matt chapman has absolutely torpedoed his free agency value hasn't he when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So when Manny Machado re-upped on his contract in the offseason, Matt Chapman had to have been doing backflips because yeah. he instantly became the best third baseman on the open market. And the truth of the matter is, Jim, he is still the top third baseman option on the open market. And there are some teams that desperately need help at the hot corner, big market teams that don't necessarily need the bat. So will Matt Chapman still be sought after yes i do believe he is that said i think that going into let's say may everyone was expecting matt chapman to be in the range of five to ten years and upward of 200 million dollars i think it's safe to say matt chapman's still a 20 million dollar a year guy uh but i think he's now in that four to five year range 80 to 100 million dollars which is absolutely insane when you think that just just literally a couple seasons ago, like and I when I say seasons, I mean like spring and and summer. <laughs> yeah, he, yes, he was, not years, not years, yeah, actual not years, seasons like, on the calendar. <laughs> I so, I look at it, yeah, I I look at his market, and there are a lot of teams that have third base that they can fill in house. There are a lot of teams that have like the Blue Jays do, a lot of depth in infield, mm-hmm. and maybe they want to give a shot to Barger or Martinez or, or somebody else. So there's a lot of teams in that situation. I don't see there being a bustling third base market for him to really drive up his value. I think, I, I mean, the I, I got Toronto as a team that could need a third baseman. Yeah, I've got the Cubs as a team that could use a third baseman. And even then 
they probably don't because they could maybe have Nico Horner slide over to third base or they've got maybe they give Patrick Wisdom another shot. There's there's it's really an, an interesting market for third base where I don't see a long list of teams that need a third baseman. And with what he's done to sort of come back down to the pack with his glove and the inefficiencies with the bat, I think he's, I think he's, I, I don't know. He might be in for a rude awakening. I, I hate to think he this, but be. I think he might be. He I think be. he's looking at like a two or three year deal. And he I think be. he's looking at that 10 to 15. I think he's looking at 10 to 15, two to three, which is a huge, I huge fall. Would be, I would be shocked if that happened, but I do agree that he very well could be in for a shock. Um, I do wonder, I think the blue Jays should still offer him a qualifying offer. Are you in the same boat there? Oh, he's a, um, listen, Jim, he's a Scott Boris client and Boris does have a way of squeezing the most value out of his clients. Uh, it would be the depth based options. The depth is the thing. And also, man, there's, you know, as well as I do, lots of front offices have that hubris about them of like, Oh, I know what's wrong with this guy. Yeah. 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 If we lock Matt Chapman up five years, a hundred million dollars, we're going to look like geniuses in a year because he's going to be a $30 million value guy. There are there. That's Mm -hmm. out there. Mm Mm-hmm. I, but I what will be interesting that I'm I'm with you on is are there going to be two or three teams that drive the price up in, in a bidding type situation? How bad do the yeah. does a front office want Matt Chapman? And after this season, I think that, that that the sexiness of Matt Chapman has completely gone away. The Milwaukee Brewers are another interesting team. They're running with Josh Donaldson right now. Mm-hmm. So if they're out there with Donaldson, then they would be interested in Matt Chapman. I don't see them spending a boatload of money. They are a team that is a little bit more strapped for cash. They have a ridiculous amount of hot, you know, up there in years arbitration guys. So some really serious dough that they're going to have to to depart with this upcoming season. Your 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 comment about the qualifying offer is fascinating because I think he would take it. I think he would take. And the is qualifying that a bad offer. thing? But. Like, I don't know. I don't thing? know. Yes. I, yes. You're overpaying Matt Chapman. Listen, yeah. you're overpaying Matt yeah. Chapman. It's a one yeah. year deal. And in my opinion, a one year deal, there's almost no bad deal. It does provide sure. a Rolvis Martinez and Addison Barger, even Davis Schneider, uh, mm-hmm. the three top internal options to develop a little bit more. Now, True. my question is, is Matt Chapman as endeared as maybe the medium lets on within that clubhouse? Because if he, he is then overpaying Matt Chapman on a one-year deal to help transition some of these other kids. And listen, that's the thing is if Matt Chapman eats shit again up until the all-star break, they could phase him right out. Now we've got the best defensive bench in baseball. Yep. Yo, you sold me on that. You brought me around on that. The whole, cause one of the elements I thought about when we were talking earlier and it, it slipped my mind was the unfortunate it's not really unfortunate. It's just the set of circumstances this year. The Blue Jays did not have an opportunity like the Yankees have had with some of their young players, like the Reds deployed to, to call the kids up and see what they've got. The Blue mm-hmm. Jays have not had that opportunity with Martinez and Barger. Now Schneider was one of the call-ups and, and played really well, but we, we still don't know if those guys can play. And if they can't, 
you have Matt Chapman around, that gives more depth, more opportunity, more time for them to maybe find their footing. I do think if they if if the Blue Jays extend the qualifying offer and he declines it, and then a team has to now part with a draft pick for him, I think that would really hurt his market. I think that that would really be bad news for Matt Chapman. 